On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about the best bet New Year's Eve events like Celine Orlando. And Four Rebels Tacos has closed. And there's a new Kitty Beautiful Cat Cafe opening in downtown Orlando. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And with me tonight is Scotty Campbell. Hi, everybody. Hey, Scotty. Thanks for filling in for John Bustecker while he's away. Not a problem. 10-day vacation. More vacation for John? I'm just saying. Every Good month, grief. John seems to be going on vacations. Right. Uh-huh. Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines for Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That goes from... Baldwin Park to the east and Paramore and College Park to the west. <laughs> Winter Park to the north and Soto to the south. And uh, as you might hear, we're recording outside today. Outside Ben Bombs. Ben Bomb. That was Korean Drive that you're hearing in the background there. And Ben Bomb is the newish Portuguese-Mexican fusion restaurant that just opened up in Audubon Park. Uh, first, first a successful food truck. Super successful food truck. And they converted... A an old bank, the and T, right? BB, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot what it was into yeah. a new restaurant, and uh, it's really cute. We're still waiting for our food. We'll let you know how it goes. But the chips and salsa, which are hopefully complimentary, <laughs> uh, were pretty tasty. If not, she tricked us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said, "We ain't. You want some chips and salsa?" Right. We, always she the answer like is yes. Buddies. Yeah. Right. Like a friend, because we're like that. <laughs> And she just wanted to hook us up. Right. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. It's it just really happened. after Christmas. Yeah. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year at this point. <laughs> Coming think on up. it's going to be a good 2019. What do you think? Feels pretty good. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, Promising. I can sense it. There's a lot of... A lot of things happening for Bungalore. And uh, you, can, you can feel the promise in the wind. I thought it was a pretty good 2018 myself. I had some some good moments. So. Yeah, the guy you voted for got in the, got in the office. He did? I don't know. I was just <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a lot a lot happening. Bungalore's growing. Uh, Relationship-wise, things are pretty good. <laughs> Dog's happy. I have a house with a roof over my head. Uh, right. you know, no a lot complaints. to be thankful for. A lot to be thankful for. Yes. Always pinching myself. Uh, here again, we talk about the top headlines. So, Scotty, do you have any top headlines that popped out to you this week? Top headlines? No. No. Okay. I wrote down some like uh, event stuff that we could talk about, but All that's right. later, right? Yeah, that'll be second second segment. So we can uh, right now. We just wrote about this today. Actually, is uh, Four Rebels Taco uh, Four Rebels American Tacos Breaking News Restaurant has closed. Closed. They're no like, notice. oh yeah, because they had a holiday break and then, yeah, they closed for the holidays, saying, "Hey, well, open they up were later. like, wow, that was awesome. Let's, not, let's <laughs> go open up again." <laughs> and that happens. Actually, I feel like that happens every year, Scotty, in the sense that people who are having like a tough go at it close for the holidays, and then they realize when they're surrounded by their family and friends and not stressed out for once. Right, the minute you have an opportunity to take a breath. Well, then it's like a reminder of maybe maybe this isn't right. So you don't think it was a strategy? You think it could have been like a reflective? I don't think it was. And maybe they were possibly taking that opportunity to sit and reflect on purpose. And say, Let, let's take this, sit at, sit at it, have a turkey, 
open some presents and, and see if this is something we want to keep doing. Wasn't there like a similar, like with Stir, there was a similar situation where something happened with the property and then they were like... I believe that was Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, they closed for not Thanksgiving. Not really sure we want to do this. Yeah, and they decided not to reopen, uh, which, which is, is a shame because Blake, the guy behind it, is so sweet. Uh, Great we're, location. We're still talking about Stir, uh, Blake. But this one for Four Rebels, yeah, great, great location, but it's the second consecutive concept in that space that just hasn't worked out. Are we allowed to uh, talk about what you learned about Mills Park today, your new friend? Sure. So we, in the process of vetting the story, we got a tip, which I'm not going to say who it was, but we have a ninja, a Mills 50 ninja that tells us We things. love you, ninja. Hey, ninja. She's not listening. <laughs> oh, oh, I just gendered her. Gendered. Uh, who gave us a tip, hey, this is happening. Eventually, like I went over there, we talked to the people from Yamasan who confirmed, yes, it's happening, but still not enough. Uh, and I was given the contact information for the real estate uh, manager, real estate director for Evans Properties, which owns Mills Park. They recently purchased it from Debartolo. I think they're in base in Miami. And uh, Scotty, that guy, his name is Craig Linton. Which didn't ring a bell. Like, I knew I kind of had heard that before, but I didn't know where. I called his cell, and this dude not only picked up a cold call, but it turns out, as soon as he started talking, I was like, wait, Craig Linton, are you related to the guy that sold the Disney property? Sold the property to Disney World? And he said, yes, that was my father. Crazy. That's crazy. I had, like, I had a little, like, clearly, like, his family has shaped Orlando, shaped Florida, shape the country internationally you know like and and it turns out evans property group they own a huge chunk of florida like and they're, and they're a citrus family uh very similar to dr phillips but as he said that that industry is literally dying literally, literally dying, dying. and sad. so all of this citrus land that they have right for full of orange trees and lemons and whatever it's all suffering from greening which is this little microscopic mite that's like they're like vampires they suck the life out of these trees uh, he said yeah just there's no point we so we're selling now they're getting into this real estate game yeah uh just like dr phillips charities and trying to manage uh malls and manage uh retail chains things like like that property and so well, i think it's a personally uh i think it's a welcome change for mills park because i think part of the problem was that you had these absent landlords who were sure. down in miami who didn't care if things were empty like like we do living there we don't want to see them things empty like that really so. i was just and again i was just so impressed that not like he's a dynastic this is part of a florida historic dynasty Whoa, of, how of, many points do you get in scrabble for that one <laughs> dynastic. there's a y how wow. much is a y word sounds like a drag name too miss dynastic. dynastic welcome to the stage miss dynastic <laughs> um, i just it was just for it and he answered he answered on the third ring so I'm just chatting up this guy who I will never make as much money as this dude. Super important. Right. And it was Some just millionaires humble as could be. answer their phones. Some millionaires tweet. I clearly, he didn't know that I've written about all the the sewage leaks they've had at the <laughs> oh, <he's laughs> at Mills Gallery at Mills Well, Park. that was before him though, right? Uh, it's uh, happened don't fairly know. recently. Don't know. That's not his fault. It's something he inherited. Uh, right. They were, it, that had something to do with construction, of, right? The way yeah, that they... That, yeah, yeah, the way you build it. It just wasn't Shadi, meant for that many people. Shadi. 
and that, that right was such a lake. mess. I tried yeah. to tried to walk Bernie during that when there was this river like of sewage. Like literally a river of sewage yeah. flowing. And that was happening before Irma. It just was the worst during, yeah. like right after Irma. Uh, we just did a roundup of the best New Year's Eve events, Scotty. Well, I don't need that list. I know where I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going to Orlando Museum of Art. Oh, it's for their Nouveau event. Nouveau. I'm going to be very chic. <laughs> That's in our top eight. Of the, of the uh, places, pla- to go. places you should go, as it should be. Yeah, we love it. Where else is in there? Uh, we put in a loft, a loft downtown. <laughs> They're doing a great event. <laughs> we just don't know how to say it. And I, I just want to say, if you go to bungalore.com and look these up, uh, it'll have like a, a quick brief about what the event is, okay. links for more information Discounts. where to get the tickets, and discount codes. Uh, so you can save some cash. Everybody loves discount codes. Right. And these people didn't pay to play. A couple, One did. But most of them uh, were just super cool spots that we reached out and well, said, hey. And, and I have to say that is awesome of places to, to, to be offering discounts on New Year's Eve because people will literally, yeah. in the end, will do anything. You learn this at the theme parks when they have like some singer who nobody remembers from 50 years ago. Or they have some cover band, and everybody's like, here's my $125. Sure. You know, crazy. Uh, So we have, again, Orlando Museum of Art. They're doing their Nouveau black tie event. Uh, A-Loft Hotel downtown is doing a great event as well. Celine Orlando, uh, we're actually doing a ticket giveaway. If you go to our Instagram, at Orlando Bungalower, you could win two free tickets. Just all you need to do is like both of our pages, Celine underscore Orlando, and Orlando Bungalower, and just tag a friend. And every time you tag a friend, it counts as an entry. And then we have a computer program that scrubs through it, and this picks the random out of those entries. But at our event, George Estevez is going to be there. <laughs> yes, at Celine. Hey, George. At Celine, it's going to be he's uh, DJ uh, Crespo, who's oh, amazing. Well, there he's so you good. go. <laughs> Standard motorcycle. It's they have you heard what? of them before? This is a place. <laughs> it is. It's in. It's on Silver Star. It's actually which okay. is near like Packing District, uh, Western College Park. They are. It's like a co-working space for motorbikes, and they oh, have, they have a right bar. It's like all like the sexiest like. They all look like sexy Vikings, and they all ride Harleys around all the time. So why are we going to the museum? Of <laughs> Art? <laughs> we could go to this too. I want to both. I want to hop. Oh, you want to hop? I'd like to hop. That sounds like a great idea on New Year's Eve. Well, just not lift. We're not driving. <laughs> I don't even think lifting is such a great idea on New Year's Eve. I do. It's just people are crazy. No, well, you're, I'm not driving. These are professionals. Some some of them. <laughs> the lift and Uber. <laughs> Do you want what, Maybe you just had an Uber experience where somebody had their comfort dog in, in the I did. car, didn't I, you? I, I, I crawled in. I always sit in the back now, especially if it's a, if it's a woman. I just assume they don't want me to sit in, in the passenger seat with them. So I'll get in the back. And I almost sat on it like a chihuahua, a um, little bit bigger than a normal chihuahua. And it was in a little vest. I was like, oh, what's happening? And she was like, oh, I'm just... I mean, a lot of anxiety this week, and I just thought today I had to bring uh, my companion dog, and it was so sweet. It was neat to be able to pet a dog, but her car was, like, janky. It was hairy. It smelt a little bit, and, yeah, she gave me some anxiety. I've got a little, you know, I love dogs, and I don't want to slight anybody who has, you know, a real need, but 
It's kind of gotten out of control, the whole comfort <laughs> animal thing. Who'd someone tried to bring a peacock onto a peacock? Hamster. And there's a whole pony thing happening up north where people are taking <laughs> what? their ponies to school. It's it's just a little. I, I it makes it. Um, I think it's one of those situations where it makes it. It's sort of like um, handicapped spaces, right? You know, there are people who have these that don't need them. Do you know what it makes? Do you remember like his dark materials? Philip Pullman. He made the like amber spyglass. Uh, Golden Compass was a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody had like uh, a little animal creature with them <laughs> like represented them i see and they're all like weird and exotic and so this this it's like pokemon you know everybody has to have like a special little thing that sets them apart and so people are being like ponies to school that that's what that sounds like is everybody's going to be having pokemon fights <laughs> pass Real the pipe live pokemon pass the pipes we Scotty. have pokemon to believe to blame for this i don't know and i and i know that sounds very crass but really that's that's my I, i'm watching this develop and and it's uh yeah, just it just seems out of control, and sometimes I don't buy it. I'll see somebody in, you know, like Whole Foods. The guy's like carrying his comfort dog. The comfort dog is sniffing the stuff in the buffet, and you're like, "This is this this can't be good for really anybody." So you're like, stressing me out. Now I need my dog, yeah. to calm me down. I don't know where that. That's a fine line, right? Of like what supersedes uh, public health standards. Health, yeah. Because you're not going to be bringing your your giant pig into a pulled pork restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) That would just be mean. Yeah, right? But I could see someone just not paying attention. Some of these people are just like blissfully unaware. Like a peacock on a plane. Yeah, that's not... Mother... mm Peacocks you, on this mother... How did you get like a peacock to be that tame anyway? That's crazy. (coughs) I bet it wasn't. I bet that lady like... Just pulled over an Ottawa bark, threw it in her truck, and went in. <laughs> Which that's another story that we're going to be looking into. There's a man. Those peacocks in Audubon Park, yeah, are not wild. We're in Audubon Park, they're not wild. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. It's some dude on Bumby. I think it's Bumby somewhere in Audubon Park. He has like a hutch in his backyard where he like, and he'll release them. So really, they're free range peacocks. That just kind of go all over the place. And we had, and the reason I know this is because a lady reached out to me last year to say, hey, bungalower, uh, these peacocks have destroyed my car twice. Whoa. And I don't know what to do because they're ruining it. And, and everyone's telling me they're wild. Can you look into it? And, and lady, I looked into it. And you're right. They're, they're, that guy is liable. And that's why I'm a little nervous right because well, so, so, so the city gets, has no reg, no uh, permits, no nothing, restrictions about peafowl. Well, don't, well, but it, doesn't that get into an Orange County thing? No, with, in that with, sense. Because they would call Orange County to, to take care of the animal. I think that's the city, I think there's this weird thing with animal control where they, they will bow their head depending on jurisdiction. Right, and, and the city doesn't have an animal control department, like with the coyotes that were in College Park. That was really ultimately everybody just said nobody handles coyotes. If you want to get rid of them, you need to hire an exterminator yourself. As which a that resident. whole thing just that bothers me because in yeah. that situation you're talking about animals that are have naturally migrated because we're taking their homes. Not unlike uh, coy- unlike feral cats. Okay. 
going to happen. So, what, Scotty, Scotty Campbell, who yes. doesn't work for Bugler, can you please tell me what you feel about Feral Cats? And then we'll get back to uh, the New Year's Eve events. I think something needs to be done because uh-huh. I think that uh, they aren't part of the ecosystem. Okay. They're killing birds. Okay. Um, they are talk about messing up people's cars. Don't swear. Don't swear. Can't cuss. Just I, didn't I know. Swear. I just I just wanted to say that <laughs> in case it got heated. Anyway, I feel that that's a different situation with the coyotes. Now the coyotes, everybody like goes. Oh, it's it's killing my little whatevers or uh, they. How do you say me. What are they called? <laughs> How do you say it? Coyotes, and you say. Coyotes. I don't know at this point. Coyotes. <laughs> anyway, they have naturally migrated because we're still, it's like the bears. Migration is not the right word, but I hear what you're saying. They they've they've adapted to urban environments. Coyotes. So they live coyotes here. This is their here already. No, I'm just saying this is their habitat. They're they're they they're not moving in from exterior nature. You know. Urban nature is is their habitat now. They're migrating from somewhere because they weren't they aren't around College Park. They are. They've been here forever. They 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 There's live hiding. here. Yeah, they're dawn and dusk predators. They have a bungalow and over <laughs> on Elizabeth Street. Live <laughs> in Dubstrad and uh, the airport. Anyway, what a huge series of tangents. I like. <laughs> they, let's, I'm just gonna rhyme off the New Year's Eve events, okay. and then people can go look them up themselves. A Loft Hotel downtown. Enzian Theater, they have their James Bond oh, yeah. series of events. That, yeah, it's going to sell out. So yeah. if you haven't gotten your ticket already, go check it out. They did not give us a promo code. Uh, Wall Street Plaza. Wall Street Plaza, they gave us a promo code. Orlando Museum of Art. The venue is having new Beer's Eve. Check that out. Clever. Clever. Celine Orlando. Thornton Park is having a street party. <coughs> and uh, Standard Motorcycle Club. And there you go. Awesome. Check them out. Orlando, the place to be for New Year's Eve. Yeah, man. We uh, don't have anything to drop, but like like Times Square. But Scotty, you're a man of opinions. Where? <laughs> yes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you stand on pageants? On pageants? Yeah. I don't know. Um, you do know. Own it. No, no, no. I, I, it, what kind of pageant? There, there, maybe that's the... Like beauty pageant. Well, it's not my bag. <laughs> it's not my bag, but you know, I understand that it is, folks. Okay. I, I find it. Um, I don't know. I, I I do find it a weird thing that somebody would want to be part of because it it just seems like it can be very demoralizing and and uh, and and there is some object objectification objectification oh yep. you're so good i love when you say yep. words <laughs> <laughs> did i mention that they have a special beer here at ben Bob that was <laughs> brewed down at red light red light a nose is that what she said no did i get it right no we'll say it later because i can't remember <laughs> i can't remember either um what anyway, were you that's my okay. it kind of in a nutshell and i and i've always wondered the weird thing about when they have the drag pageants is i i find it funny that they have to have fundraisers to spend a bunch of money to be in a pageant. Yep. Well, I guess there's a lot of money involved in regular pageants as well, With which is Miss crazy. Orlando pageant. I don't know. The Miss Orlando pageant, it's back. And I guess it's like, I want to say it's like the 13th year. I might have that wrong. Uh, check it out on Munglore.com. You can win a $10,000 package. They're, they say it's like a scholarship pageant. And so it's right. for women, which girls who are in school or, or have just graduated. Uh, to use it to help subsidize your 
your schooling. And that's on January 19th at 7 p.m. at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. Well, you did give us your opinion about pageants. And this has been a discussion thing online lately, right? Because Dumplin' mm-hmm. around that, there were people talking the about... The Netflix special know, with uh, Josh Bur- Josh Eads. Ginger Minge. Orlando, uh, Orlando who, Grown, and, RuPaul's and Drag Race star, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> um, right? Resurged uh, interest in Dolly Parton music. That, I, which is honestly, not a bad thing at all. I think as long as there is... It just depends on categories, right? Like if you're going to be like you're literally judging people mostly on their looks, right? But if there's other categories like talent and uh, and your ability to answer like questions about the political climate, uh, like that comes in, right? And yeah. so they're they're kind of just judging you like as a package as a person, which I do on a daily basis anyway for everybody I meet. So I think. Why not? And I think I'd be a great judge. I would never be able to compete. Ever. I, you know, as I say, it's not my bag, but go on. Go on with your bad self. Also, uh, I I would totally host one if anybody (laughs) ever asked me. Speaking of the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center, I just want to take a minute. I I feel a little shady that I did this, but I'm just going to own it up. Orlando Business Journal wrote, uh, I want to say last week, that the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center would be building a residential project over there, loading dock at the rear of the property. Uh, I wasn't going to touch it. We had somebody write in and say, hey, I'd love to see the plans. Unfortunately, I had to answer, there are no plans because it's not true. So (laughs) it's just, they apparently heard Kathy Ransberger at a uh, panel saying, hey, yeah, we're looking at any options. You know, it could possibly be an apartment. I don't know. It could be something on the front. The, but the the short answer is probably not. There's not going to be residential property there. What they're really looking at is the property as a whole and how to reactivate the front park space. And so they're going through this dream vision process to to redo that set of arts plaza. So it's not just a green lawn. They kind of want it to have like built in amphitheater stuff, and which I know you hate. No, no, no. I I, I think know. it's cool. So I'm assuming I think you don't the litter like box it. part is the the part that I. The letter, there's this sand, yeah, the sandy part up front is gross. But uh, but I th- I like the lawn. I I I think that it gives us we need a we need open space like that in in downtown. And, and you know and what, Scotty, I'm gonna have to cut you off. And, okay. and since you said litter box, come on back after the break. We're gonna tell you all about a new cat cafe opening up in downtown Orlando. Oh boy, thanks, Scotty. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalore the Bus. Thanks for coming back after the break. Uh, this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, and with me is Scotty Campbell. Hey, everybody. Tonight we're recording at Bem Bomb Cafe in Audubon Bem Park. Bomb. Bem Bomb. Bem Bomb. <laughs> I just finished up a delicious smoked chicken enchilada. Scotty, what did you have? I had the mango painted fish tacos welcome to the stage mango painted fish tacos (laughs) another drag name here in the bus we talk about the top headlines in orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods and before the break we were talking about a new cat cafe coming to orlando right Uh, scott are you familiar with cat cafes i am uh somewhat i guess you hang out with cats in a cafe which i I just want to know what you know uh (laughs) this this harkens back to our discussion about comfort animals how is this sanitary they will have a separate 
cat room. And you can pay $12 an hour to cuddle with cats in public. And then what I'm thinking is it's kind of like co-working, right? So co-working is for people who work from home and they don't want to be at home anymore because they're going crazy. This is for people who pet cats at home and they need to go out and pet other people's cats. So they go to a cafe, pay some dollars, get a coffee. That includes the $12, I should say, includes a drink. Which is great. Which a is, drink. A drink. <laughs> which isn't like too far off from like a really fancy Starbucks, like twelve bucks, right? I guess. Yeah. So if you get like a big, I haven't been to Starbucks in a while, venti. but that seems expensive. I'm not. So not too far off, Scotty. Come on, stay with me. Stay with okay. me. Okay. <laughs> oh, there, there is. I mean, the cat has to get some some percentage of the sale. I would assume. <laughs> Like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the next one is Tomcat Pimp Daddy Cafe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, it's called the Kitty Beautiful. And so it they just finally found a home. And so for those of you who follow Bungalower, uh, this is something that we've been talking about since 2015 when they announced that they were opening. Except they didn't have anywhere to open. They couldn't find a spot. And they finally found the spot at 360 State Lane. And, Scotty, that's behind the Bank of America building in Dovecote. Oh, if that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. There used to be a cool uh, nightclub back there. There's been a couple. Screamers was one. Um, Crave with a K. And The Grotto. The Grotto, I know. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. So it's right next to, like, a little garage. And it's pretty big. Uh you pay by the hour, cuddle with adoptable cats. You could potentially take one home if you want to. But it sounds like you could go in and not have to deal with the cats, too. Yep. You okay. could just be, like, adjacent to them. And I think it's going to be busy. And if you think about, actually, that vacant, it's not vacant, that surface parking lot. That's right there at the corner of Robinson Orange, which is closer. That's right next to where this will be. Uh, that was just approved, I believe, for a new high-rise residential project. Okay. Uh, and then across the street from there is that new upcoming projection park that we've hinted at before on Bungalower. And uh, it could be a really great spot for it if that tower opens up soonish in the next few years. Tie into that, that just up the street is going to be UCF downtown Valencia campus. Well, also there are there is residential around there, so you know if if that's gonna if it's meant to be, then it'll then it'll float. We'll see kind of happens. like our friends at uh, ground uh, common grounds, uh, not common grounds, Com- crafting common, crafting common. That's it. Oh my gosh! If somebody wants to open a place called Common Grounds, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> probably, really I'm good. sure it there exists. I'm sure it exists. Actually, it should be uncommon grounds, right? I don't know. That kind of sounds like there's manure in your coffee or something. (laughs) This is uncommon. (laughs) Or irregular grounds. (laughs) Like you're chewing on it. Uh, David Schillenhammer just resigned from the ENZ and he was a director. And he's going out to Brevard somewhere? Yeah. And I I don't know the reason behind it, but I'm going to hazard a guess that it's because he wasn't allowed to do the expansion. Well, right? that could be. Who knows? He's been his career, like at least in the last, I want to say at least five years, a decade, has been gearing up for, or having this capital campaign to expand Enzian, and they were finally just told, no, it's not enough room. They don't have enough parking because they had to deal with the school 
across the street to use right. their parking Private for overflow, school, yeah. but the school just sold. Uh, and in that sale, they can't guarantee that they're going to be able to access that parking. So they just said, okay, we're just not going to expand anymore. And now a few months after that announcement, uh, Mr. Schillenhammer is no longer there. <coughs> I, I say Well, but he linked. went to another job. So, I mean, there, were, there was obviously you know, yeah, but something like, in the works. I don't know. It's more exciting to be a part of a multi, a theater that has more than one, what are they called? Real? You're in the projector. theater world. Projector? It's not like project. Do you call you're it a theater? You're saying multiplex is what you're yeah. saying. That's more exciting I've than been one. A, I was, uh, I've been in, involved with a couple of multiplexes in my life, and they aren't that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, picture welcome, show. Welcome to <laughs> the <this> Al- <laughs> Al- <laughs> Back Dollar the theater. Uh, sushi, oh, good Lord. Sushi Pop will be opening on Park Avenue around sushi New Year's Pop, Eve. Sushi Pop, okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited about that. Inc. Magazine just said that Orlando is in the top 50 best places to start a business. Huh. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. These are, they? We should be calling this, I'm just going to leave that here. <laughs> <laughs> what, do they tell you what science that's based on? No. Nope. Just like Wallet Hub. It's like five things according to these five arbitrary Wallet categories. Wallet Hub. What is that? So you're a great, you are a great John sub because he cannot handle talking about Wallet Hub. Florida's population what? just reached 21.3 <laughs> million people. Great. Right? I guess. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of people who need a library card. <laughs> they, uh, side note, there's only 33 million people in Canada. Wow. Right? Florida's like the size of one of How our provinces. How do they stay warm? They're all spaced out Everybody like cuddles. No, they don't. That's why they we're don't all cuddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando rents. Where do they get along? There's not anybody up there. <laughs> Orlando rents are rising the fastest out of all of America's big cities. 4.4% it went up this year, bringing it to an average of $1,472. That's all going to... That's an average? $1,472? That's all going to come to a head because uh, we're not getting paid anymore. Mm -hmm. That, That is not increasing. And I don't mean me personally. I'm saying, you know, yeah, because we getting paid. the people. Hey, library, <laughs> hey, library, paying big All dollars. Right, that's enough. Dollar, dollar bills. A, you know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. As we are nearing the end of the year, <laughs> we did a roundup, and this is our top stories of the year, Scotty Campbell. And I'm going to tell you. That's very exciting. I'll read them out loud and you tell me what you According think. According to Wallet Hub. According to <laughs> my wallet, bub. <laughs> that should be Wallet Bub. Wallet Bub. Wallet Bub. Uh, our number one story of the year. And this is so sad and I'm really Why disapp- did you go like 10 to 1? Oh, should I? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number forget, 10. Forget you guys heard that. But we're building up to a really sad one, just so you know. Oh, great. I know. So that's wh- Whose idea was this? Right. So let's start at number one. Okay, let's start at number one. Okay. <laughs> uh, baseball player, Rollins College baseball player, oh, that Brennan was sad. Bennett uh, committed suicide in March. Goodness. Super sad. And that was our number one story of 2018. Uh, and to that I say, could we not have had a few more clicks for the second story, which was the city for closing 1010 West event venue in Paramore. Two two real winners. Yeah, two sad ones. readers. (laughs) Well, and yeah, talks to Rollins and to his family. Yeah, right? Mr. Brennan Bennett, who is like super handsome, had moved here from, I want to say Idaho, had been here for two years and just didn't feel like he belonged. That's tough. 
Yeah, you know, you're at a liberal arts college. Uh, teaches you and shows you that for 2019, we just want to uh, we need to be kind to everybody. You never know what yep. somebody is dealing with and connect in their noggin. You know, yep. Be connect, nice to connect. each other. I try to be nice. I'm not always nice. My catty nature comes out. I have uh, come to terms with in 2018 with uh, myself as being an aspiring kind person because oh. I feel like I. I'm always going to try to strive for it, and I, but I don't know that I'm ever going to get there. I, I want to be little... Mr. Rogers. I love that. How about you be Mr. Scotty? Yeah. Right? Don't, don't be him. Be you. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I didn't mean I like him. Say. Like I'm going to... Like I'm <laughs> Buffalo Bill and I, I want to wear his skin. Him. I want to hit puts the lotion on his skin, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what I aspire to. Somebody who's like that and possibly kind. I want to be. The, that, that's the, you know, not to. Uh, I want to be Bob too, Ross. Too grand a term on it. But it's that's the enlightenment that you that you seek, that you that you should be seeking. All right, we're on real you radio. Know? No, we just lost everybody. <laughs> you know, come on now. City, the city foreclosed 1010 West, which was a. A warehouse. Are you actually a, every an story? airplane warehouse turned it's event a cool venue space? Yep. They didn't have any permits. The city shut them down, and they have since reopened, and everything's copacetic again. And yes, I am. Gonna, that didn't get any clicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the second most popular story of the year. That's but that's the one where it, everything went to heck. Anyway, oh. number three. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Wally's closing was number three. Wow, I'm surprised that isn't higher. Actually, I am too. Yeah. Uh, after 64 years, the Wally's, what is it? Wally's Mills Avenue Liquors uh, closed because of the sudden illness of Mister Updike. What was his name? It's Linda Updike, and I can't remember. Linda owned it. She was married it to was, Wally. It was a family situation. They, yeah. yeah, the guy who was running it got sick, and he actually eventually passed away not too long after oh, they closed. Oh, bless. Uh, has since been purchased and will be reopening. Are there any happy stories in this soon. top ten? <laughs> I, the next one is. Okay. Uh, Gavin Schmidt, the super hot firefighter. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And nailed it. He won the first episode. And that's a show, right? Not He nailed it, but he it's oh, also nailed well, it. I hope or he, he did nail, nail it. it. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying, hey, all Gavin right. There are Schmidt. kids listening. Oh, I hope Gavin's listening. Your nephew is listening to this. He always listens. I think Gavin should send me a thank you basket because because I wrote about <laughs> it. Every news program. <laughs> He's been on like all the news programs. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. actually, I specifically told Fox 35 not to have him on without me there. And they had him on without me there. Well, so. they, they, for his safety. <laughs> I did tell them. They were like, oh, do you want to meet him? And I was like, no, I could never talk to him. <laughs> if I like saw him in person, I would die. I would clam right up. Uh, so Gavin, that was number th- four with his super cute The Cat Goes Meow song. Uh, or Number five was our Orlando 4th of July fireworks roundup. Wow. Where to watch the fireworks. How about where to hide your dog from? Well, that was part of it because I actually included uh, Florida state laws about fireworks. Yeah, you know what what is what you can and cannot do with fireworks in Florida. Like uh, your business should not shoot them off the roof (laughs) at our house. Uh, Number six, Grills Lakeside now open. That was the sixth most popular story of the year. Is that crazy? Hasn't been quite a year for grills. That is crazy. I feel like they've always been there. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, I didn't know what was there. Over before, on so Lake really... Fairchild. 
Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. Number seven, Lowe's closing all orchard supply stores. Wow. If y'all, that was so sudden. That was crazy. It was so sudden and so sad, and I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> just they were in the middle of opening that new one at Fast Square Mall. Like it wasn't even built yet. Look, they went bankrupt. The executives got big bonuses, just like Sears. Everybody's happy. Same old American story. <laughs> Bootstrapping bankruptcies. <laughs> uh, number eight was on Ask a Bungalow or about the Protect Your Heart graffiti messages that you see on the pavement all over oh, town and yeah. you wrote about where it came from and who did it it's a dude from miami uh not cool not cool bro that's not graffiti so much as vandalism yeah well same yep. thing not no yeah yeah there could be some graffiti yeah. that's Colonial. you would call shepherd fairy yeah that's vandalism. why i got in trouble hmm. in a lawsuit uh number nine colonial lanes will remain a bowling alley sort of Right. That was fairly recent. We learned that uh, they were preserving half of the bowling lanes and that it's going to be turning into an event venue called the Milk Social. We'll be sharing more of that soon because they're actually just going through the final phases of the design process. Super cool. I love that one. And number 10 was axe throwing venue opening downtown. Well, that is interesting. Yeah. It's more interesting why anybody would want to throw an axe without having a beer in their hand. But I digress. (laughs) I say I can do it for free at my house at <laughs> <laughs> Feral Cats. So, like, why? Why, why am I doing? Why am I doing anything uh, else? Just as point of fact, we are not trying to kill the Feral Cats. No. We just need something to be done about them. Uh, I just want to say again, we are currently having an Instagram giveaway for the Celine tickets. Celine's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Celine Orlando's New Year's event on the thirty first. Huge three-story event venue. Uh, you can get two free tickets by participating in our Instagram giveaway. We're also doing an Instagram giveaway for the Hive Beauty Bar. Uh, get your hair did for free just by participating in that Instagram. Publix is going to be opening Delhi Forward Concepts in 2019. So like Pub Sub Cafe Groceries. What do you think? Well, everybody loves those pub subs, so it'll yeah. probably probably work out. Uh, City Pub, the replacement of North Quarter Tavern, yep, is opening, opening this so weekend. This weekend, well, yeah. soft opening, super soft opening. So be nice. We're not supposed to tell anybody. We right. just talked about it on the radio. Uh, their grand <laughs> opening is happening on the 11th. Nobody listens. And then on the 18th, uh, the Bubbles concept is going to be opening too. And that's in the old sidebar space. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then they actually, it happens, they told me about this new space uh, in the bar fam. A new space has replaced Clandestino behind the Orlando Weekly offices and above the old Herman's Law loan office. Uh, Clandestino. I guess it's like Colombian-inspired. Is that Spanish for clandestine? Apparently. And it's not a speakeasy. It's just tucked away. And actually, okay. they also told me that they're working with the church. That's, the guy that owns those concepts is the owner of Church Street Entertainment. Okay. Which also owns Latitudes and Chillers. Uh, they are spearheading and changing all of those alleys back there. Because you could walk from Church Street over to Pine just by taking those alleyways. Yeah. Uh, into like a Wynwood uh, mural treasure hunt kind of a thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which I think is great. Because they've always had a struggle with getting people comfortable walking through those alleyways and i think art is so smart they should like take, art is so smart we should figure out a way of doing that uh the creative city thing with the flowers that was down that one alley i thought that was so lovely 
it kind of framed it right yeah, by right. having like a lower ceiling yeah. thing like some yeah. sort of overhang makes sense i'd love to be a part of that design process so miss jane if you're miss jane from church street if you're listening uh, haul me in there i got some ideas for you scott did you have things that you had to talk about before we get into events yeah, well, th- this uh, actually, uh, this is an event. Right now, um, you can go and uh, vote on the Melrose Awards. Do you guys know about the Melrose Center? Snore. They, they do. They've, they've heard about it from you it's before, right? We launched uh, our, our radio show. So these are people who have submitted and uh, their projects had something to do with Melrose. They use the Melrose Center there at Orlando Public Library in some aspects. It's video, audio, photo. Uh, there's maker stuff in there. There's digital, uh, you know, design. So this is anybody who's made things in there. They can be nominated to win. They can't. They can submit. Yeah, but they, that that's already happened. That part. So this is voting, and you, the public, can vote uh, through New Year's Eve, and you go to melrose.ocls.info to vote. And then in uh, February, they're going to be awarding the With awards. That, don't we have like a little shingle ad that people can click on on bungalore.com and it brings them right to that? Yes. Yeah. There's yes, a little Melrose Award. It's the it's if you scrolled if you open a story and you scroll down to the bottom, it's one of those little square ads. Yep. Yep. And yep. then in February they'll be awarding the awards, and I think the top prize is a, a grand. Yeah, so it's, it's like serious business. The friends of Orange County Library System help with the prizes. Um, I think you should also be sure to mention that uh, January 6th is an important day for Orlando, Brendan O'Connor. Why? Uh, your DNA exhibit is going to be closing on oh that no. date. Yeah, genome. at the History Center. Yep, I just genome. Got the most giant book of my genealogy from them. <laughs> I like have a tab. A foot thick. It is. It is. Uh, the other thing. This is a totally personal plug, but we're uh, we have a, a book club called Queer Quills at the center, the LGBT plus center. And in January, we're we going to be discussing we the book. We're going to be January 24th. We're going to be discussing life beyond my body. This is this awesome book about a transgender man, transgender man who transitioned in China. Um, so you still have time to order the book and join us there at the center to, to chat about it. If you're into that sort of thing. If you're into reading, are you reading anything cool right now, Brendan? I'm O'Connor? reading a great book that you gave me, Scotty Campbell. What's uh, it called? I can't remember. Something about under <laughs> under a canopy. What's it called? <laughs> it's called The Overstory. It's by Richard Powers. It's about trees. I think it's my favorite of the thing that I that yeah. I of the things that I read this year. What's it? I'll put it on the instas. But you know what I'm reading? Hidden Sea. Uh, by Gregory McGuire, which is one of the uh, library's choices for Bungalore. Uh, Scott, I just want to say again, we're on real radio. Yeah. No, nobody's reading it. <laughs> they, they do, too. Read. <laughs> uh, events coming on up Saturday. Mayor Buddy is having his Gator Peach Bowl watch party at the Abbey. 11 a.m. Is he going to be there? 4 p.m. Or is it like back to work day? (laughs) (laughs) The mayor got called away to Tallahassee. We talk about it every time, and I always call it uh, bike the mayor to work day. (laughs) Yeah, so I I don't think there's any cost associated. You just roll in and watch the uh, Peach Bowl. The Orlando Citrus Parade is happening 9.30 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. downtown. Cool. Uh, Keep your eye out for a little French-looking lady with big blue hair. Oh, giant puppet! Your puppet. I made a puppet for Fusion Fest. They paid me monies, right? And I got a new computer with it. And awesome. right, that's how many monies I got paid. And you do the math. Yeah, 
It's a lot. I don't do math because I'm fancy. I'm because I'm an independent woman. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't even. I don't, know, I don't either. Beyonce. Beyonce doesn't do math. You're right. You get people do math for she you. She doesn't need to. She just she knows that card's going to yeah. work. Elton John doesn't use a phone. Right? <laughs> How do you know he doesn't use a phone? Because Elton John, who's there's other people doing it for him. Well, he used to have the lyrics. Uh, Faxed to him by Bernie. I don't know how they do it now. Maybe they do it by email. Oh, talking about. <clears throat> so Orlando Citrus Parade. Look for that downtown. It's all those floats covered in oranges, which like <laughs> I'm afraid to go to because I'm assuming there's gonna be like a cloud of bees. <laughs> I right? think it's flowers. I don't think it's really no, oranges. They like oranges too. It's like Are they? sweet. And, wow. And they smell good. Well, we should probably go so we know what the heck this is. And like with this whole greening thing that we've already talked about, the disappearing yes. of the citrus industry. How expensive are those Egyptian oranges that they're flying in for oh this? Oh, my gosh. And then they, like, nail them, hook them on? How do they? It's so crazy. I, I think we are demonstrating that we clearly don't know anything about I don't about know anything the about it. Parade. The City Brutiful Project. Oh, what? we're running out of time. i got to go quick. I didn't even look at the time. City Brutiful Project release party. They're having a calendar. It's 13 ladies who craft local beers. I've made a calendar. Uh, yeah. It's hanging out. The Brew, City Brutiful I get people. it now. Uh, at Orlando Brewing, Saturday, 15 to 20 bucks for a calendar. It's 2 to 6 p.m. this Saturday. The Great Vegan Debate is happening at Tamuqua White House, 6 p.m. Uh, it's a panelist of pro-vegans and people who are omnivores talking about why vegan, why not vegan. 15 bucks, go hear it. Aquaria, the winner of Season 10 RuPaul's Drag Race, will be performing at Parliament House, 10 to 25 bucks. 25 bucks for the VIP package. You might as well get that because she's amazing. And then Sunday, there's a 15th annual John Lennon tribute and holiday fundraiser taking place at Maxine's on Shine, noon to 7 p.m. And it's a live broadcast of Sunday coming down. That's uh, Joe's, what's, what's his name? Joe, uh, uh, he used to sing at the farmer's market. Yeah, so he's going to be, that'll be spilling out into the street. He's That's doing a crazy. live broadcast there on Sunday too. So shout out to our real radio homie. That's going to be amazing. We are out of time. Scotty Campbell, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, you to John Bomb. for not being here. Thank you to John <laughs> for making me look after your cat. Uh, we'll be back next week with our 100th episode. Stay tuned. You can come and hear us live. We'll let you know where. Bye, everybody. Bye.